0: Welcome to the Sandbox Cooperative Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Dave. And I'm Carrie. And thanks for joining us. And here's the thing. We just are three weeks past, a rodent telling us what season of life we are in, what season of the year that is upon us. And the rodent tells us that we have six more weeks of winter, which
1: is like, I don't know. It's only a couple weeks from now, right? It's only
0: a few weeks. Yeah.
1: I can live with that. (laughs) You know, I just heard this. I didn't realize it was so bad, but I just heard that- the stats for his accuracy. Yeah. It's like, he's like 42% accurate or something like that.
2: I mean, that's better than 30%. (laughs) Uh,
1: Groundhog's roadkill here, you know? I mean. (laughs) So theoretically, (laughs) if this rodent is right. Yes. That means that a new season is almost here. Something new is about to start. Mostly something terrible is about to end.
0: Like, wouldn't it be helpful just in general for all matters of life, if a rodent could tell us what was
1: coming? What was coming. And when something was done. Yes. I think this is what we need to pursue. <laughs> Carrie, I think you should get us out of this.
2: Does it have to be a rodent?
0: <laughs> I, uh, sure. I, it doesn't, I guess it doesn't need, it could be a poodle.
2: Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think I could get behind that. The poodle that says, you know, change is coming. <laughs> the Mark your calendar for next Tuesday. Change. The poodle of change. <laughs>
2: Well, until science brings us the poodle of change, (laughs) I guess we're all just going to have to wade in the water and figure out where we are in the midst of it all, in the midst of our seasons, in the midst of our calendars, in the midst of our lives. What does the season look like and how do we embrace it? So with that, welcome to episode 97 of Groundhogs and Seasons. Welcome to the Sandbox
1: So for today's episode, we're talking about uh, seasons. As we mentioned in the uh, outset, we're a little bit past Groundhog Day. Theoretically, it's almost the end of winter. And it got us thinking about just this idea of seasons, this idea of kind of changes in the weather and in our lives and all sorts of things. But maybe just for now, uh, just to get us into this a little bit, like I'm curious what our favorite seasons are. Like, what do you think about when you think about seasons? Well, weather-wise, summer yeah, because if it's not summer, you're dumb.
0: <laughs> I mean, it, it's got to be summer. I mean, there's just time to hang out outside. There's lakes, there's things. Lakes that you don't walk on. That's true. Because this time of year in Minnesota, uh, for those of you who aren't from around this uh, this part of the country, you can literally drive a truck Onto the ice, where I, which grew up, really
1: freaks people out if they've never heard of or seen that before.
0: Oh yeah, like where I, where I grew up, there was a river that came through my town. As kids, we would ice skate on it, mm-hmm. and they and the city plows would go and plow it off for us.
1: on the river the plows city
0: plows would (laughs) plow out the river
1: okay i've heard of trucks on yeah no that's crazy the plows would just drive down and just take care of it say here's the deal though carrie i know you have a very different perspective
2: (laughs) as a native born minnesotan i i think that has part of it to do with it but my favorite season is winter Hundred percent.
1: Tell me why, because you are insane. <laughs> and I grew up in Wisconsin, and it's not that far from right. Minnesota.
2: Yeah, and a lot of people very vehemently disagree with me. But there's something about. <laughs> I think part of it is that like the harshness of it. It's almost a defiant. Like I'm going to love this season. And also like there's nothing better than like the bright sunshine hitting off of white fresh snow. It's like one of my favorite things in the world. Gives it, me a lot of energy.
1: As you're talking, all I'm hearing is like <laughs> the song hurt. Right? Just like, it's so terrible and I know I'm alive.
2: That's kind of it for me, though. Like, I would much rather have, like, a cold day where, like, you can actually feel alive rather than those, like, hot days where you're just sweaty and gross, like, sitting around and ugh.
1: Truthfully, though, the answer is that you're both wrong. Uh, because, Thank you. Because, <laughs> because fall is the best season mm. hands down. Cause I'm with you a little bit like the kind of the crisp cold air, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but not so cold that your face hurts, right? Like <laughs> I want to be sitting on my chair with the window open next to me on a Sunday afternoon, watching a football game, just a light breeze, like maybe, you know, mid sixties. It's just, it doesn't get any better than that. Yeah, I don't, that I'm is not going to fight you on that one. <laughs> yeah. That's all right. Yeah, that's see? Right. And then everybody's <laughs> like, yeah, he got it right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, first of all, I think that's super fascinating, just kind of the ways that people respond to different seasons differently and, you know, all the different reasons why. Um, like, I know a lot of people that work just, you know, especially, you know, if you know anybody that obviously works like construction or anything like that, Mm -hmm. they work crazy hours during the summer. Mm -hmm. And so then like the winter is their time off and that's like their reason why, you know, that's, that's a better season for them. And, you know, so obviously we come at this from all sorts of different angles, but, you know, moving past the weather, we were just thinking about the ways that uh, these seasons, these changes, they happen in our lives too. They don't just happen with the weather, although certainly that impacts us, Um, but you know, sometimes we're going through seasons of struggle, and sometimes we're going through seasons of joy. And uh, we wanted to explore that a little bit today.
0: Yeah, and sometimes those seasons come and go in ways that we're not aware of. And and I think a, a good way for – or a way that's been helpful for me to frame and understand it is through – there's these two Greek words. Uh, one is called chronos and one is called kairos. Chronos, think about chronologically, mm-hmm. right? I mean that's – you're looking at your watch all the time. You're looking at the calendar. You're there, It, it mm-hmm. moves in very sequential ways that, that we have discussed decided you know this is how we mark time Mm -hmm. and seasons are different seasons kind of come and go and we're talking about winter you talk about summer you talk about spring uh you know right now we're in that that season of uh winter to spring and and there'll be a date on the calendar that says this is when spring starts and sometimes (laughs) you get two feet of snow in may in minnesota and that happened
1: okay it did happen. That yes. was the first winter that I lived here. Right. May second we got seventeen inches of snow. That was awesome and I was terrified. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was like that that was
0: hazing for <laughs> for you, Chris. <laughs> But, you know, you can have a day where you are literally out grilling and sitting mm-hmm. outside on your deck and then you're getting snow. And, and so it it doesn't really mm-hmm. always go according to the watch or the calendar or anything else. Seasons come when they do and, and specifically thinking about in our lives mm-hmm. and different seasons in our lives. And that's what I'd like to kind of mm. yeah. focus in on a little bit yeah. today.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, just a, a good note of that from the kind of weather as the analogy. Uh, I am wearing shorts. Shorts and sandals today. Uh, we're recording this the last week of February, and it is February twenty um, fourth. Yeah, impact? and it will snow again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am under no illusions <laughs> that we are done <laughs> with this. Uh, you know, but as as you uh, as you as you're saying that about kind of these seasons, and especially the way that they sometimes slowly change. Um, you know, I think one of the important things for for me is that noticing that seasons change is, is important because. As we see something coming, uh, maybe we're excited about it or maybe we're nervous about it. But sometimes we just know it's coming either way. Mm -hmm. Um, And sometimes we see it and other times it surprises us like a May 2nd snowstorm. Um, but either way, they're inevitable. Either way, this, this, uh, this change is coming, whether it's of the seasons or the, just that something in our, in our life is going to be different. Um, you know, we don't always know what it is, but I think Mm -hmm. just this idea that it will change, um, is an important thing to, to think about. Um, especially then when you look back on it and see it change over time, I was thinking a little bit about how, you know, about a little more than a year ago, I was really struggling with a lot of, uh, you know, depression and anxiety had been kind of in a pretty rough spot in, in the fall specifically and, and took a month off of work and just kind of needed to kind of regroup myself. And about this time, I had finally made it to the doctor. <laughs> Anybody that's been through that knows like how challenging that simple task mm-hmm. can get. But I finally made it to the doctor and I had just started some some therapy and I was like just about to start on some medication and I still pretty much felt terrible. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um, and, but I, you know, I also had some really good days this time of year. Like I was actually just talking to my wife uh, a, f- a few days ago and said, you know, like, this is, I feel really different compared to this time last year. And she's like, well, yeah, you were actually doing okay this time last year. And I was like, well, yeah, cause I took a month off of work. So it helps, you know, it helped ease mm-hmm. me into that change of season. But the thing that made me think about this altogether too, was like, I looked back a couple weeks ago and, and I think I mentioned it to a couple of you too, that I don't know how I I got to where I am today, but somehow over that year, like what I, what I feel and experience today is not what I was feeling and experiencing a year ago. And that was a lot of, a lot of work, a lot of growth, a lot of uh, just time, but it wasn't a straight shot either. You know, Mm -hmm. as, as you say about kind of the way that those seasons like kind of false spring their ways into the the next season, Um, it was a lot, a lot of back and forth, but um, yeah, I just think to, to be, to be aware of, of that, the way that those things change and to pay attention to them. Uh, and help you process through them too. You know, I think, uh, had I kind of said, no, there's nothing wrong with me. I'm doing fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, that could have drug out a lot longer and it would have been a lot harder for me to, to begin to heal through it.
0: You know, you've been in this, you know, in this past year, in some ways it was a liminal space. It was a time between things. Mm-hmm. You were, you were feeling like hell there for a while yeah. and, uh, and it was scary. And then, and now you're in a space where something has changed, but over that time, it would that in between time is you know like what do you make of that? Right,
1: like I I, I can't go back to like July fifteenth and say right. like that <laughs> that was, <laughs> that the, was day the day where all of a sudden it it fixed. But I you know there is there is definitely something that's different. Uh, and again, to like be aware of those changes of season, whether you you see them coming ahead of time or not, but kind of being able to process and reflect and say. Okay, something new is happening here. Mm-hmm. Um, what is it, and how do I respond to it? Um, I know one of the things we we've talked about is this idea of of transitions, and we had this like curve image, where we talked about you know you can kind of skate over the top of of a transition and not really deal with it, or if you if you are paying attention to it, you can you can kind of dig in, and the image is like this U shaped curve, uh, where you actually go through the process of understanding what's happening and what might be coming new, and those two experiences are very different because I think if you go through a change of scene and you aren't trying to process and you aren't trying to make sense of what's happening i think it might just come back to kind of haunt you in some ways down the road it might right. just you know you don't you don't ever get to the point where actually it becomes summer somehow right. mm-hmm. somehow winter is still haunting a little bit in the background
0: yeah no that and and that's sitting in that unknown of it all right mm-hmm. i mean that's sitting and that's waiting it's you're no longer in what was you're not yet in what comes next mhm uh, liminal space, that's that place where the transformation actually happens. Yeah. Yep. And that's where, uh, we learn to wait and then let it form us into the next thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. And in some ways, uh, you know, with that in mind, letting it form us, you know, I wouldn't say that I was thankful for Mm, that fall. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. You you all had to be around me. So you were, you were rotten. (laughs) (laughs) You can attest to that. But, um, but I do think that I, there are certain things that I that I can say that I've experienced now that that do shape me moving forward because of that because mm-hmm. I did go through it you know I didn't just kind of set it aside uh, I think that's important too yeah
0: and so there's this experience of, of the transformation there's this experience of the liminal space and the waiting for what comes next and and not knowing exactly when it happens but then there's a time when you know exactly when it's going to happen I was <laughs> like going to exactly. To say. <laughs> <laughs> There's the day before and then there's the day after. Yep. Y- yes.
2: Yeah. And speaking of liminal spaces, I am in one currently. <laughs> in a, in a strange way. So, I am engaged to be wed currently, <laughs> which is the best way that to again. say that. that <laughs>
0: I prefer nuptial swapping.
2: <laughs> but you know, whatever. Yeah. You know, um, which is a very strange and liminal space to be in. It's a very exciting time. Like it's it's really, you know, the day I got engaged was very exciting. It was a new um identity for me and a new mm-hmm. a new season that started that day. On the day that we got engaged, I was like, this is a new thing part for, for me. Like I knew started. when the season started. Yes. It has started now. Um, And it's exciting and it's new and people are asking me about it all the time. But I find it an interesting season to be in because it's so focused on what the next season will be. Everyone is asking about the wedding date and like how I feel about that and not so much about um, what it is like to just be engaged, if that mm, makes mm-hmm. sense. So it's such a season that a season that is so focused on the next one and what's coming next that has an exact date of when that will start. <laughs> like I know exactly when this season of my life will end. Um, which brings me to the other point that's strange about this season of my life is that I know when it's going to end and it's also so short. Like it's such a short amount of my time that I get to be engaged. And like just thinking about that how I have this liminal time to experience this and to remember not to focus so much on what comes next. Mm-hmm. like to be excited about it and anticipated and be, and get prepared for what is coming next because I think that's love that the season is. but also to be in this right mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. to recognize the space that me and my fiance are in and what that means for us in this moment. so we don't miss it and lose what this means mm-hmm. in preparation for what comes yeah. next.
1: And that's like, I mean, the number one thing that I think about with that time yeah. is, is the wedding planned. Right. Right. <laughs> so like so so much of that is focusing on literally that day or that immediate next transition. Mm-hmm. So what, how else are you thinking about others? You know, I mean, I I, I understand that there are other things, but like, what yeah. are you thinking about and how are you processing some of that?
2: It's an interesting journey because there is a lot of like, I need to go and have an appointment to figure out flowers, you know, like there's <laughs> a lot of focusing on the day. Um, we've been doing some like premarital counseling that has mm-hmm. been, has allowed us to not look so much at that date, but what The marriage will be like which has been helpful but then also just taking the time to kind of breathe and like get excited about just this season of life and then it's also been an interesting thing for me because I have decided that I will be changing my name so like I've been relishing my current name, <laughs> which has been kind of a fun exercise in like in just embracing this moment of mm-hmm. before a big transition happens, like enjoying my last name yeah. while well, I still have it has kind of kept me present and in the moment.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's such a weird thing because you're you're both moving into a new identity and holding on to aspects that will, will be done yeah. on that day in some ways, yeah uh, y- y- even if as simple as your name. Right. Uh, that's a really fascinating time to sit and try to figure out what that moment means, um, which I think is kind of cool because in a lot of a lot of cases you don't have like a hard date, so right. you don't you don't get you don't know when it ends, right? And you just kind of sometimes sit in the middle of that, and I think that's where sometimes those liminal spaces become really exhausting. Uh, as 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 helpful and important as they are for us mm-hmm. to to sit in it and continue to process, it, it makes some sense to me that people would shy away from those kind of times of processing and reflecting because they're challenging.
2: Yeah.
0: Because you know when the, you, you're getting married. You know when the graduation date happens. Mm-hmm. When the baby is born, the baby is born. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are things that that's what that is. Right. And so kind of being intentional in that in that run-up to it is is a huge deal because there'll be other seasons like like Chris, and, and you mm-hmm. just don't know when, when that transformation mm-hmm. happens until it, all of a sudden you realize it did. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. When in looking back, you can recognize... Like you're in a different season now than you were in.
0: Yeah. Even as you were talking about that, I was remembering my own engagement. I see it through the pictures that were taken. I see it through some of the memories that I have, but I was not at all present to that season that I was in while it was, while it was happening because you just do one thing and then you do the next because it's really busy because there's flowers. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, you know, thinking about that though, you know, the times where we don't know Kind of what's next, you know. I, I think about maybe someone who's unemployed and looking for a job, or mm-hmm. um, you know, someone who is is just experiencing something really challenging and they don't know what the next step is or they don't know how to get through it. I wonder what we can what we can think about what each of us might have to offer or or what kind of things we could a- help people to ask in terms of when we're in those seasons where we don't know how they're going to end or we don't know if they're going to end. Mm-hmm. How could we how could we give some insight and some some something to offer to that?
2: I think the thing that has helped me in the past, which may be or may have come from me being an English major and enjoying (laughs) stories and story structure, is just trying to take a step back from being in the midst of it, like just trying to look at it um, a little bit more objectively as you can. And kind of wonder about what's happening and what could be coming next. Like what it, like what is the plot currently at and where is the <laughs> plot going in the life of Carrie? Mm. Um, which is a lot easier to do when you're not in the midst of transition. So it's a good thing maybe to practice at other points in your life as mm. well. Or on um,
1: easier transitions. Or on
2: easier transitions, exactly. So you have it for those times. But just I think wondering and getting curious about mm. what this means has always helped mm. me.
0: You know, for me, it's relying on the eyes of others so that Mm -hmm. they can see and and name the thing that's true, even though I might not even recognize it myself that it's true. So just, it was last week, I was talking with a friend of mine on the phone, and uh, she has these two adorable little kids. They're like, around that that three, four-year-old age range, and she's talking to me on the phone, and they are just jibber-jabbering, interrupting her from time to time. And and, and in the middle of it all, I just said, ah, I miss that, and she was like, "Seriously, <laughs> you, you miss this?" And honestly, not every part of it. <laughs> there was a, there was a lot of it sucks. <laughs> that, that's true, uh, but even still, it was, it was a good season in life. Mm-hmm. When you're in that season. Uh, like winter in Minnesota, you can be pretty sure that it's going to last forever, <laughs> uh, and, but it doesn't, it ends mm-hmm. and, and something new actually, actually begins. And the new thing can also be good, mm-hmm. right. But it's, it's, it's different. yeah. And so in that moment I was, I was naming that, you know, maybe for her, but also as a reminder to myself, this, this season that I'm in it currently is, mm-hmm. is going to come to an end. I, I think about like when's the last time that I picked up my daughter, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't know. When's the last time I read them a storybook before bed? They're both uh, teenagers now. One's getting ready to go to college. Uh, when's the last time we, we played Risk? Risk was like our family game because global domination is amazing. Um, <laughs> but but <laughs> when's, anyway, when's the last time I played Risk with my dad? Before he died. Mm-hmm. Uh, when's the last time I walked my old dog, Mojo, who was just awesome? Sometimes these seasons are changing. We have no idea, no clue what's happening. But in order to be present to it, uh, I remember uh, at Christmas time one year when I was in college and I was angsty and kind of nasty, and, and we had extended family around. And, and I just remember my mom saying, just relax for a second and just know that these people mm. who are here will not be here forever. Mm. And I'll never for, forget that. And it was, again, it was another set of eyes just saying, hey, you're in this season right now. Mm-hmm. Be be open to it. Yeah. Be present to it because it won't last forever.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I think a little bit about what you started saying with um, kind of that, that idea of chronos time, that chronological, that start to finish. And I think there's a lot of ways that this shows up, but there's a lot of cultural expectations about you know how old you're supposed to be by the time you do the thing that's important mm-hmm. um, or you know, you're supposed to have graduated high school by this date and then college by this date, and then, you know, go down the line, right? There's any number of things that you're supposed to have done. Uh, you know i've been I've been seeing some really interesting stuff lately about, you know people who you know, are really, really successful in lots of different ways and, you know, didn't start doing whatever it is that they currently do until they were, you know, 30, 35, 40. And then, you know, all of a sudden, all of this other life experience catches up uh, and, it, and it pieces together in a unique way for them. And they're able to do something that nobody else can. Um, so I just think like a lot of times we get captivated by kind of the clock and and what we're supposed to have done, you know, whether it's in a given day, in a given week, uh, you know, throughout the span of our lives. And, and just to kind of I mean, it feels a little bit cliche and it feels like, I don't know, I don't, I don't, it just feels weird. Like it's too obvious, but like everybody has their own timeline, right? Like everybody does the things that they do in a different way. Um, and I know that that doesn't take away from the struggle of not accomplishing what you feel like you want to or could mm-hmm. in the meantime, but uh, I think it's an important reminder for us as we uh, kind of figure out what, what our sp- space and time is.
0: I went hiking this past year in Montana with my daughters. And for the first time ever, it was a delightful experience. They used to hate going hiking. They were totally grumpy, whiny, complaining, always asking, when is this thing going to end? When can we go back? Now they like it. And in the middle of one of our longest, most strenuous hikes in the mountains, my wife asked, what changed? You guys used to hate hiking. And then one of my girls said, A while back, you told us, mom, you told us to look up. And my daughter said, I was just looking at my feet the whole time, and I never noticed what I was missing. Now I just look up and I look out, and the sea- the scenery is incredible. It's amazing. Look, seasons change in our lives. And I fear sometimes we whine and we gripe all the way through them. We are staring at our feet and complaining all the way into a new season of life. Suddenly, somewhere along the line, you look up and you are in a completely new place. A new season has begun. What would it be if in the next week or two, if you could stop, look up, look around, and take in the view of your life? Where are you? Where were you? Where are you heading? What season are you in? And what do you imagine might come
1: next? Thanks for listening to this episode of the Sandbox Cooperative Podcast.
2: If you want to stay up to date with all things going on in the sandbox, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, or sign up for our mailing list at sandboxcooperative.com.
1: And
0: I feel like this is the season where you might want to rate and review us on iTunes (laughs) and join us in the conversation.
1: And as always, be sure to share this podcast with someone who might like it, because there's always more room in the sandbox.
2: But until next time, we'll see ya. Bye. Please watch your step as you exit the sandbox.